He's the still same God today as he was then when the prophet said, I don't know if these bones can live, only you do, Lord. And then he saw the bones rise and become a great army. There was a purpose to be risen. You have a purpose that God created you for. So come alive. Turn to somebody and say, come alive. Amen and amen. Thank you, praise team. It's wonderful. Let's give them a praise offering tonight. Amen and amen and amen. It's been such a joy to be with you, and I'm so excited about being with you this evening. <clears throat> and I refuse to tell you that it was Sister Mavis that got me the Oreos. <laughs> I'm just going to let you figure that out for yourself. But what even was even more astounding to me is that Pastor Danny, this afternoon, instead of remarking about how great the services have been, he asked me how the Oreos were going. <laughs> Very spiritual pastor you have here. But I and Becky will report victory. We still have some. We're fueling on them, but a few at a time. A few at a time. We shall overcome. We shall overcome. Been wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord and share with you what God has asked me to share with you. And I know it's not popular getting down to the nitty-gritty and talking about things we don't want to hear about. <laughs> that doesn't make for a lot of running and shouting and jumping. But I want to tell you, if we're going to be strong and we're going to do great exploits for God, we're going to have to go by His principles. And we, we survived the body and we've survived the soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions. And tonight I want to share with you about your spirit. Everybody say spirit. Do you know you have a spirit man? You do. And this spirit man is not the same as your soul. It is not your mind, will, and emotions. And I'm not talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about a mechanism, a, 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 a component that God created in your triune being. You are body, soul, and spirit. You have a spirit. And there's a reason why you do. There's a reason why you do. Our spirit is designed to be the communication with God. This is what God uses to talk to us, to move upon us, to reveal things to us. Your spirit man. And I don't know about you. I think it would behoove us that it be well and it be whole. I think we need healing in our spirit man. God does not communicate with our mind. God communicates with our spirits. Our spirits spill over into our minds where there are thoughts that we can acknowledge what he said, reason what he said, and use our brain then to follow out what God has told us and what God has communicated with us. God communicates with our spirit. Romans chapter 8, verse 16. The Spirit, capital S, the Spirit, God the Spirit, himself testifies with our spirit, little s, that we are the children of God. How do you know you're saved? How do you know that you're a child of God? Your spirit man tells you. Because when God says, you are saved, you are mine, I am your redeemer, I'm your maker, I'm your savior, he witnesses with your spirit man, he communicates to you. You are saved and you are his. I don't know about those who say they won't know if they're saved or not till they get there. I don't want to play that game. I want to know right now that I'm ready. I want to know right now that I'm saved. And I'll tell you, I'm just so glad to hear Brother Danny's report today of those being saved. And I want to tell you, we're going to report his ministry's had one saved today too. And it came as a shock. I mean, after our prayer time, 
I come up to the pulpit to share the lesson today, and a lady to my right gets up. She starts, I'm telling you, with a purpose, coming down the aisle, and she looks at me, she said, Pastor Terry, I want to get saved right now. (laughs) So right then, we prayed, and she got saved. We are so proud. Never been saved before, never, has really been in church too much. But she said, I just know I need to be saved, and I need to be saved now. There's nothing like now. There's nothing like now. God communicated with her spirit man and said, now's the time. And the great thing is, she answered. She answered. There's the point. Our spirit feeds into our minds so that we can comprehend what God's saying. And it's imperative that we realize and understand that we have a spirit and God the spirit communicates to us. And we have fellowship with God through our spirits. Our mind, will, and emotions, our soul needs our spirit man. Because to be godly and walk in righteousness, your spirit man needs to be alive and needs to be well. You need to be following the Spirit. Scripture tells us to walk in the Spirit. Our human spirit unites us to God. And God designed our spirit to regulate. God designed our spirit to regulate our body and our soul. In other words, God will speak to us and give us direction about our bodies, which are the temples of God, and our souls, which is our mind, will, and emotion. So the divine order that God intended when he created us a triune being is spirit, soul, and body. There's your priority. Spirit, soul, and body. That's God's design. Now your spirit has three. Everybody say three. Your spirit, isn't it amazing how everything's triune? Everything's trinity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Everything's triune. Our spirit has three main functions. Three things happen in your spirit, man. The first thing is your conscious. The second thing is intuition. And the third thing is your communication with God, your fellowship with God. Let me tell you something about number one, your conscience. Everybody say conscience. This is your discerning ability. This is your ability to perceive and comprehend. Our spirit receives communication from God. It influences our mind and our thoughts and our intellect. And it reveals knowledge of right and wrong. Have you ever said, my conscience just won't let me do it? That's God speaking to you. That's God speaking to your spirit man telling you, even though your flesh may want to, I'm telling you, you don't want to go that direction. Your conscience needs to be alive. How many of you know in this day and time, in this world in which we live, we need conscience to be healed? It seems like our world is losing its conscience day by day, hour by hour. But we as Christians and children of God need to make sure our conscience is alive, it's whole, and it's well. Our spirit man is able to discern and receive and perceive. The second one is your intuition. Everybody say intuition. This is your sensing part. It's different than your emotions. This is the spiritual sensing part of you. And what's interesting to know about intuition is intuition is knowledge that comes to you without any help from your mind, will, and emotions. Your intuition is something and knowledge that comes to you without any help from your mind or your will or your emotions. Ever just sense something? Ever say, I can't put my hand on it, but I just know. Us mamas are really good at this. How many mamas do we have? How many grandmamas do we have? I want to tell you, I think we're doubly anointed with intuition. There were times my boy said, how in God's name do you know everything? 
because I'm anointed and I'm your mother. I brought you in and I can take you out. Intuition, perception, that which is dropped into your spirit. Your mind didn't tell you, your will, your emotions didn't tell you. God dropped it in. You just know that you know that you know. Our spirit man is alive and well. And when we face trials and when we face temptations and we face hard times, and it looks like with our natural eye in the soulish realm, it looks like with our fleshly eyes, things aren't looking so good. Our spirit man can rise up and help us to perceive something different. It may look bad with my natural eye, but in my heart and my spirit, I know that God is still alive. And I know he's still on the throne. And I know that all things are possible with him. We learned this morning that God is great, not because of the big things that he does. God is great because he cares about the small things. Any and everything that concerns us concerns God. And he will speak to us in our spirit man using our intuition. Have you ever heard anybody say, or maybe you've said it yourself, God just dropped something to my spirit. That's exactly right. That's exactly what happened. God dropped it into your spirit. The mind picked it up and understood it. It became a thought. Isn't that cool? How God gets all that stuff together? God's revelations and all the things that he shows us and he allows us to know and understand, all the moving of the Holy Spirit are known to us through our intuition, through our spirit man. We sense God. We know it's him. And we need to pray for healing in our spirit man. We need to pray for healing in our intuition. We need to be able to be sensitive to the move of God and what God is speaking to us individually and corporately as a body. The third one is communion. Everybody say communion. Or communication and fellowship with God. Basically, this is your worship. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We worship... Truly worship with our spirit, not our mind, not our will, and not our emotions. You see, your mind, will, and emotions in your fleshly realm. God wants to deal with you, speak to you, have fellowship with you in the spirit realm. So your true worship comes out of your spirit. Think about it. Sometimes you try to just drum something up <laughs> off the top of your head. You're trying to pretend like you're worshiping. But I want to tell you, it's not true worship unless it's coming from your spirit, man. That's where you and God fellowship. That's where you and God have communication. God can only be known directly to our spirits. And then it's translated over into our mind, will, and emotions. True worship and communion and fellowship with God takes place in the inner man. Not the outer man, not the flesh. The inner man. It spills over. You know how I, how I know it spills over? I've seen some of you run. I've seen some of you dance. I've seen some of you shout. The mind, will, and emotions get full from the spirit, and something's got to go. God deals with our spirit, man. It's critical for us to understand that we human beings possess an independent spirit. Our spirit is not our mind. Our spirit is one of three components of our triune being. It is in our spirit that God regenerates us refreshes us, renews us, teaches us, leads us in his paths for his will. And it feeds from our spirit over into our mind, will, and emotion. And then we make a choice. Do we walk in the spirit? Do we quench the spirit and walk in the flesh? We have the choice. When we allow our soul to be in control, listen to this. When we allow our soul to be in control and take primary place 
over our spirit, when we choose to live by the flesh and not walk in the spirit, something happens, ladies and gentlemen. Something happens because your soul, your mind, will, and emotions can force under your spirit man. Your mind and your will and emotions, if it's according to which one you're feeding the most, is the one that's strongest. Your mind, will, and emotions, if you're feeding your flesh, and I'm not talking about sustenance and your fuel. I'm talking about if you are continually walking in the flesh and doing your own thing and letting your mind, will, and emotions or your soul drive your vehicle, it's going to take you places you don't want to go. And pretty soon, if it's in control all the time, it will take that spirit and it'll compress it down. And it'll become so one that it literally starts to become one and look like one. Won't you listen to this? When your spirit is not receiving communication from God and you're not worshiping and responding back to God, there is a term that we use in the church that's called spiritually dead. Ooh, I knew it was going to get quiet. Everybody say it. Spiritually dead. The first spiritually dead example we have is Adam and Eve. God told them not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because if they did, they would die. And obviously, think about this, obviously God did not mean or was talking about immediate physical death because once he threw them out of the garden, they continued to live for years. What happened with Adam and Eve was the beginning of the possibility of the spirit man dying. Because they once walked with God in the cool of the eve. They once heard and had fellowship, daily fellowship and communication with God. But the flesh got in control. Sin entered the picture. Rebellion and disobedience. The soulish realm started driving the car. And then all of a sudden it cost them more than what they wanted to pay. And let me tell you, the same is true today. If we allow this flesh to be in control, it'll cause us to pay more than what we want to pay. Now I want you to look and I want you to take heed because I'm talking to the Christians tonight. Everybody that's a Christian, just nod your head. Okay. We got a house full of them. I'm talking to believers and Christians tonight. We can be religious, and we can do religious things. We can pay tithe, and we can put money in the offerings. We can sing and play instruments and even preach and teach, and we can serve on a thousand mission boards, but still be spiritually dead. If we're allowing our flesh to rule, then it's pressing our spirit. And our spirit can become hardened, ladies and gentlemen. And then the relationship with God suffers. And if God can't talk to you, and you can't listen, and you can't obey, then we're just as good as spiritually dead. We can go about all the little religious things that we do and know to do, but we can still be spiritually dead. The body and soul can be active and alive. Your body can be walking around. Your mind, will, and emotions can be alive and working, but your spirit man can be dead. When the spirit man is dead, there's no sensitivity to God, and there's no communion with God. There's no true worship. And let me just throw in here, this is, this is free. Okay, this is free. If the only time that you're worshiping is on Sunday, you're in trouble. 
If your worship does not go any further than Sunday morning, Sunday night service, let me tell you, you're in trouble because our worship should be a daily part of our relationship with God Almighty. When our flesh is stronger than our spirit, it can totally engulf our spirit. It can totally compress our spirit to the point to where the soul and the spirit literally become one and you can't tell them apart because the flesh is in control and it has squashed down the spirit. And we're following after the flesh and not the spirit. But I want to tell you, there's a scripture that God has put in his word that gives us the key to come out of this type of disaster in our life. When our spirit man has been pressed down, completely covered by our soul, our mind, will, and emotions. There is a scripture, and it's found in Hebrews 4 and 12. We can come out of that situation because here it is. For the word of God, everybody say the word of God, is living. Everybody say living. If you've got a Bible with you, I want you to get a hold of it. I want you to get a hold of it. I know that most of you are holding probably a bonded leather, a hardback. Some of you are holding computers with you, your iPads, whatever with you. When you are holding those words that are on paper, black and white and red and some... It's more than just paper, ladies and gentlemen. It's more than just a good read. Do you understand that when you say the Word of God, when you sing the Word of God, when you teach the Word of God, when you pray the Word of God, it's alive and it's active. Do you know when you pray the Word of God over your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, over your lost loved ones, when you pray and declare the Word of God, it will outlive you. You and I could die tomorrow, but the prayers I've prayed, I've told my kids, you ain't got a chance. I have prayed for you, I've believed over you, and I've declared, and you can do this the easy way or the hard way, but you're going to serve God. Because that word is alive and it's working. And God could take me tonight, but every prayer I've prayed according to the word of God is out there and it's working. It's alive and it's active. It's going to outlive you and it's going to outlive me. That's why it's so important for us to pray it. My words will die with me. God's word will live forever. Scripture says, We've got good news for you, body of believers. Because if your spirit man has been squelched and it's been pressed under by your flesh, the Word of God is like a sword and it can divide that soul and that spirit back like it's supposed to be. Spirit, soul, and body. So that all three can be in the place it's supposed to be doing what God created it to do. The word of God is the key of getting out of that situation. If your spirit and soul become so emerged together, your spirit will lose its power and your spirit will lose its sensitivity to God. It's like it's in a coma. Your spirit's there, but it can be dead. Your spirit's there, but it can be inactive. Your spirit's there, but it can be deaf to what God is saying because you're not worshiping. You're not doing as God created you to do. You're not allowing that spirit. 
Let me just illustrate this way in a way that even the young people all the way to the oldest among us, or most mature, we don't have anybody old here, most mature among us. Let's look at the cell phone. Let's use a cell phone, and let's let the cell phone represent your spirit man. When God speaks with his spirit to our spirit, the phone rings. And how we respond... <laughs> how we respond is what's going to make the difference. We have several options that we can do. We can look and see who it is that's calling and decide whether to answer or not. Or we can put it on silent because we don't want to be bothered at the time. We're too busy, it's inconvenient. We want to put it on silence so that we don't even hear it ring, so that we don't have to acknowledge that there's a call, and many a times we'll just decline the call. Anybody understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Our response to the Spirit of God is critical, and thank God we live in the grace period. God just keeps on dialing and calling. Thank God for grace. But... If we keep ignoring the call, if we keep putting it on silent, your spirit will begin to harden. And you start not to hear the call. And then pretty soon, you don't even miss it ringing. Spiritual death, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and let me just, hold, everybody just grab hold of your pew. Just hold on. Or hold on to somebody next to you because I don't want you to fall off or fall out. Pews are full this morning. Pews are full this evening. And will be Wednesday of those who have got the religious thing down, but they are spiritually dead. Let me ask you something this evening. How many calls have you missed lately? How many have you just deleted or put on silent? Have you even ever called back? You didn't want to be bothered. You don't have time. Do you even answer anymore? This is serious, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about our spirit man. We're talking about our connection and our communication with God Almighty. And I don't know about you. I need to hear him. I need his direction. I need his leadership. I need his wisdom. I need to know that he and I are okay. And the only way I can know that is with my spirit man. What communications from God have you been ignoring? I know this is not a shouting message. But we need to hear it. And we need to answer the questions. I wonder if there's somebody here tonight that just needs to answer the phone. God's been calling. God's been talking. God's been trying to get your attention. God wants you to go here, do this, say this, be here. And you've not answered in so long that pretty soon you don't even hear the call. And then the next step is you don't even miss it not ringing. It's a dangerous place to be. And that's exactly where the devil wants us. Asleep comfortable, just lulled in all the lies and the deceit 
I'm going to tell you something, church. I'm talking to believers. I'm talking to the church tonight. We have got to make sure that our spirit man is alive and well and whole. We don't want to be categorized as the walking dead. But we have walking dead. We have walking dead. How long has it been since you answered what God was trying to tell you? Well, Sister Terry, I work night shifts. I sleep in the day. I work in day. I sleep at night. It's just chaotic world that I live in. And, you know, I'm trying my best. But, you know, I'm just going to tell you. We have got to prioritize our lives and know that Scripture says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all the other things will be added. How long has it been since you heard God in your spirit, man? Or maybe how long has it been since you obeyed what you heard in your spirit, man? Has God just had to redial, 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 redial you because you're not answering? It's inconvenient. It's the wrong time. You're too busy. You're afraid? How is your community? Let me tell you something about Pathway Ministries. It will never be any stronger than you that are here. This church will never be stronger than its members are. Mm, say it again. This church is never going to be any stronger than what the members are. Brother Danny, they'll get it later. You, not these walls, not this carpet, not the brick. It's you are the church. You are the living vessel that Jesus Christ came to die for and save and set out with purpose. You are the living vessel that God has planted here in this body. Every one of you under the sound of my voice tonight need your spirit man well. You need to be hearing God. You need to be answering the calls. You need to be following what he's asking you to do so that not only you, but everybody involved gets the benefits. I'm afraid our pews are full of those who have the religious stuff down. I'm afraid maybe there are those of us who have just stepped back and said, well, you know, I'll worship Sunday morning, I'll worship Sunday night, and I may go Wednesday night and worship. But it's a daily walk. It is a daily relationship. And if all the God you are getting is when you come here, let me tell you, you are going to die spiritually. What you get here is your filling station to take out and use and become what God wants you to be and do what God wants you to do. We've got to keep our spirit man strong, ladies and gentlemen. You need to make sure your spirit man is as strong as your body and is as strong as your soul. Your spirit man must not be quenched. Your spirit man must not be led by flesh. Your spirit man is in trouble if you feed flesh more than you do your spirit. Because I'm telling you, it's nothing but trouble when we are led by our flesh. 
it'll take us down the wrong path. It'll cause us to say things we shouldn't be saying. It'll cause us to do things we shouldn't be doing. We should be led by the Spirit. And does that mean that we're just some kind of Casper ghost floating around and we're all up in this thing and we don't, we don't even conscious of where we are? No. It just means that your everyday life is directly influenced by the relationship that you have with God. And that you make good choices and that you decide that you're going to follow after God. You hear what he's saying. And you say, well, I've never heard him speak. Answer the phone. He's talking every moment of every day. And you may not hear an audible voice, but you remember you have a conscience. And that's where God speaks, and that's where God works. You have intuition, and you have the ability to communicate and fellowship with God. That's where God wants to meet you at your spirit realm. And when you're strong in your spirit, then you will be able to delegate what your body does and what your soul does. Scripture tells us that we have to take our thoughts and we have to force them to come under what God says is to be true. I'm going to tell you something. If you let your mind run without it coming under the Spirit, I'm going to tell you, you can be crazy. And some people are pointing. Don't point. Don't point. I don't need to know that. Let me tell you, it's easy to sit on a pew and say, I would never do that. Oh, yeah, you would. If you allow your flesh to rule your life, there's a lot of things. You would surprise yourself at what you would do and say if the flesh is in control. The Spirit is our communication with God. That's where He meets us. That's where He wants to talk to you. That's where He wants to reveal to you. That's where He wants to give you the knowledge. That's where He wants your conscience to be strong so that you will obey what God says. The world and life is hard enough. We don't need to be adding anything to it. Your spirit man. Remember, just think about it like this. Answer the phone. When God speaks, hear Him. But then assess your life tonight. Right now, assess your life. How long has it been since you've heard him? How long has it been since you've truly worshipped? How long has it been since you've truly felt like you were being led by God? That you had your body and your soul, your mind, will, and emotions under the direction of God and that you were well, all is well with you and God. Let me tell you, you can live that way. You can know that you know that you know that all is well. And that comes from your spirit man being alive and well. Don't ignore the call. Don't ignore his voice. Don't ignore his word. Because once you do it over and over and over and over, death sets in. Hardness of heart sets in. And I'm going to tell you something. This community... And surrounding communities needs everyone under the sound of my voice tonight to be alive and well in Jesus Christ. Not only does this body, this church need you, the community needs you to be alive and well and whole in all three areas, body, soul, and spirit. And remember, it's a triune being. It all affects one another. If we are walking around spiritually dead pretty soon, it's going to affect our body. And then it's going to affect our mind and our will and our emotions. We must be well in all three areas. Your spirit man is where God speaks to you and moves upon you. Now I'm going to do a little bit different tonight. I'm going to ask everybody to stand. 
The praise team is going to come and help us out tonight, and I appreciate them so very much. And this is what I feel like we should do. Everyone who is physically able, and even if you're not, you would just like to come and sit down on the front row. I'm sure that'll be fine. We all need, this is the last night of the series, and I've thoroughly enjoyed being with you, and God has a purpose and a plan for us all. And I want to tell you, I believe that God has healed bodies. I believe that God has healed mind and will and emotions. We've had some awesome prayer time. But it's time now for the church. It's time now as the body of Christ. We just need to come before God and we need to say, Okay, God, I'm turning on the phone and I'm going to answer when you call. I'm not going to ignore when you move upon me to do this or say this. I am going to do what you want me to do. I am rededicating myself to you because I want to tell you the world needs you to be whole and well. You need to know that all is right between you and God. I'm not talking about just coming to church and going through the routine. I'm talking about knowing that your spirit man is alive and well. So I'm going to ask everybody that can, let's just come down to the front this afternoon, this evening, and let's just have a time of prayer. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to lead us in prayer this evening. And whoever you're standing by or whoever's around you, I'm not asking you to join hands. I'm just asking you, as brothers and sisters in Christ, just reach over and put your hand on somebody. Come on up, everybody. We've got plenty of room. We're not going to do anything. We're just going to pray. How many of you understand we have got to be alive and well in our spirit, man? Your fellowship with God, your relationship with God is more important than anything in your life. And I tell students all the time, if your vertical relationship is not right, you can forget horizontal relationships. There's a lot of trouble in families because God is not first. There's a lot of trouble in our individual lives because we have forgotten about God. We're just following after the flesh and trying to do everything we can for the flesh. When it's the Spirit of God that we've got to pay attention to. And this evening, I'm just going to ask you to join with me. And I'm going to pray. And I'm going to pray for you all as a body. I want from the youngest young person all the way to the more mature adult to be regenerated and be re rejuvenated and re-energized in your spirit. Because I want to tell you, you need to hear God. And you need to know what to do. How many of you know you need for him to help you make good decisions? How many of you know you face things? Have you ever said, I don't know what to do? God does. And God can speak to your spirit and let you know what it is you need to do. He can give you divine revelation. He can give you divine knowledge and guide you and lead you. But that spirit man has got to answer. Have fellowship with God. So I'm going to ask you to bow your head. I'm going to ask you to pray for yourself and that person that you're standing by. Maybe your hand is upon their shoulder. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you this evening. And first of all, we repent. God, forgive us when we have allowed our spirit man to grow cold or be hardened. 
Forgive us, God, when you have spoken to us and we've ignored it. Forgive us, God, when you have prompted us to go here and we decided to go the opposite direction. Forgive us when we've been too busy. Forgive us, oh God, when it's not been convenient. Forgive us, Father. And we're coming to you as your children and as the church and as a body of believers. We're asking you, God, to help us, oh Lord, not to walk in the flesh, but to walk in the Spirit. To be led by God. To be led by the Spirit. God, I pray from my right all the way over to my left. And on this stage this evening, I pray for every man, every woman, every boy and every girl. From the youngest to the oldest. God, stir our spirit man. God, I'm not talking about emotionalism. I'm talking about life. Life in the spirit. Growth in the spirit. Hearing you, God. Following hard after you. Knowing that our relationship with you is right and it's good. God, I pray for this section of young people. There are many voices of the world that would like to lead them astray. But God, I pray that every one of these young people will follow hard after you. May their spirit man be their guide. May you speak to them. May you lead them, guide them, and direct them. Keep them upon paths of righteousness, O oh God, for your namesake. God, I pray for everyone that's involved in any type of ministry in this body. Whether it be nursery, whether it be classes, whether it be on the board or council, whether it be in music, whatever it is, God. I pray, O oh Lord, that you would just reign upon them, O oh God. And in their spirit, man, O oh Lord, may it leap up within them and may it come alive. And may you anoint them to be what you've called them to be, O oh God. Oh, Father. Help us not to be religious. Help us to have relationship with you, Lord. Forgive us, God. When we've let other things come first. Forgive us, God, when our soul has been in charge. Our flesh has been in charge. And we've allowed our spirit man to draw cold and maybe even hardened. God, I pray if there is anyone in the sound of my voice this evening whose spirit man has grown cold or hard. And it's been a long time since they felt you, O oh God, moving in their lives. I pray right now by the power of the Holy Spirit, God, that you just touch them, O oh Lord, and let the wells break open, O oh God, and let their spirit man breathe and live and move in the power of Almighty God. God, let us not be deafened to your word. Let us not be deafened to the Spirit when he calls. God, you're speaking. You're talking. You want to lead us and guide us and direct us. You want to show us. You want to teach us. But our spirit man is the one that you connect with. So help us, God, to be connected to you, with you, for you. Mighty God. Use everyone under the sound of my voice. Use them for your glory.
Let them know and understand that the most important thing in their life is that their spirit man be alive and well. And God, I pray that they would make it. They would make it a daily walk with you to where they don't just worship when they come to church. But they worship you when they get out of bed in the morning and when they lay their head down upon their pillow and every hour in between. May they follow hard after you, oh God. And may they worship you in spirit and in truth. Not from their heads, but from their spirit. Wake us up, God. Wake us up. Help us to come out of sleep and slumber. The hour is at hand. The time is growing short. Almighty God, lay your hand upon us this evening, O Lord.